from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. I would like to give you this brief but a very important update. And it is important because, folks, it's for your benefit. If you don't already know this, I'm going to let you know that um, you will no longer be able to listen to my broadcast on your favorite uh, platforms whether that be Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, any of those guys. You know what I'm talking about. And therefore, if you want to listen to the show, well, you'll have to hear it on this platform or come on over to theearnestmanshow.com and listen to this and any other broadcast to your heart's content. There's a lot of reasons for this, but I'll just tell you the one of the primary reasons and that is is that there are certain powers that be that ultimately want to control the comment uh, the content rather of what is being said to you and how it's being said and that's not something I want to do and that's certainly something I don't feel that you really want either. So, as I've said many times, if you want to hear the real deal, um, well, this is what it takes. This is what's necessary. So that's it. That's one of the primary reasons. And I thought you deserved to know. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, folks. Thank you for tuning in or for tuning in again. This is episode number 218. Earnest Truth. Supreme Court takes another dump on workers again. You better like shit biscuits. It's not too often that uh, I, I get to report anything of this magnitude this close together because recently in episode 216 I was uh, talking about uh, the shenanigans going on with Supreme Court and here we are again talking about them yet again and how they are yet again uh, giving working people in this country a really hard time. I think I should just tell you that uh, the source that I'm getting this from, and generally speaking, I I don't think that they're excellent, but I use them um, fairly often, and I do go to Reuters, and this is no different. And this is, of course, it's uh, dated today, 
uh, June 1st of 23 from Reuters saying a U.S. Supreme Court hands defeat to organized labor in trucker's strike case. By the way, very quickly, I would like to mention that if any episode of uh, uh, any news such as this uh, should suddenly, for some unexpected reason, disappear, I will have a copy of it for your viewing pleasure. So just uh, get a hold of me. And uh, I'm just saying, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. If at any point in the future, the next, I don't know, three, four, five days or a couple of weeks, if something not only falls off the news radar, but it just happened to uh, disappear. Yeah, I'll have it. So there is that. Uh, yeah, so just to read you a, a little bit here, a couple, maybe three, four paragraphs. I'm not going to read the whole thing because I trust my audience is uh, more than capable of reading something themselves. And for that, I feel very blessed. But it does start off Washington, June 1st. The U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday dealt another setback to organized labor by making it easier for employers to sue over strikes that cause property destruction in a ruling uh, siding with a concrete business in Washington state that sued the union representing its truck drivers after a work stoppage. The 8-1 decision overturned a lower court's ruling that said the lawsuit filed by Glacier Northwest Inc., which sells and delivers ready-made concrete against a local affiliate of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, was preempted by a U.S. law called the National Labor Relations Act. Glacier Northwest is a unit of Japan-based Tanhayako Cement Corporation. Hope I pronounced that correctly. Yes, notice that the, just a quick note of that decision, um, the, with the previous story um, where I was talking about, well, in a previous the, the previous episode it was a unanimous and this one was eight to one so yeah that's more or less unofficially anonymous they're on the same page they showing that they jump to their uh to the will of their corporate masters so uh yeah it's continues saying Glacier Northwest filed a lawsuit Washington State Court accusing the union of uh, international property destruction during the 2017 strike. A group of drivers went on strike while their mixing trucks were filled with concrete. Although the drivers kept their mixing drums rotating to delay the concrete from hardening, and damaging the vehicles, the company was forced to discard the unused product at a financial loss. Oh my God, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I wonder why the drivers did that. Well, you read the rest of this, 
you won't find out because it's not there. You can't find out, like I said, Reuters isn't my best choice for uh, balanced information. Uh, this is something that goes actually goes back a lot further than this. But um, yeah, when you have things going on that are, you know, unresolved and it doesn't appear as though there's going to be any kind of uh, decent uh, resolution, this is what happens. It carries over, folks. Anger, just like in your own life, you know, think about your own life. And if you were really screwed by something and it had you know, very significant consequences to, and the person you're involved with is someone, let's say, that you have to deal with on a, you know, semi-regular basis. For most folks, especially those that are feeling the economic pinch that have to work, uh, yeah, they're not there to turn the other cheek. The anger builds when something isn't resolved. And then, like I said, here comes the Supreme Court yet again. Um, what words should I use? Pleasant words. There to fuck with people. There you go. There's an idea. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you... Um, again in this story and i'd be willing to bet you pay attention to this please here's what no one is mentioning we've got the two sides of the story we got the teamsters and okay what they did and it's a blow for blow kind of kind of deal but what they're not talking about here are principles and Apparently, which has been demonstrated yet again, um, the Supreme Court right now apparently uh, isn't, uh, well, it doesn't have any. <laughs> Long and fucking short. It, uh, fuck you, it doesn't here. That's, the big bosses came down. And they said, "Well, I, I, I don't care. I don't care what you say. Just whatever, you know. Fill it with some legal gobbledygook, whatever you have to say. But you know, this is this is my friend of my friends of a friend's big company. And uh, yeah, I want to. I want them. I want this suitcase to go through. And and I'm telling you, that's the way it works. That's the way it's it's mobsterism." That's what it is. It is essentially mobsterism. That's it. That is it. That's it. No, no, no mas. And that's all you need to know. That is the truth. This is not, when people say, no, they might say, well, Ernest, that's your truth. That's the way you're seeing it. No, what I'm, what I'm asking you to do is to objectively look at the action. 
This is two things against the citizens deeply of this country in, in less than a week. These fuckers are on a roll here. I told before that and and the story before that and the story before that. Anything involving the quote-unquote Supreme Court. Um, I don't know. As was predicted, you fill it up with, you know, corporate lapdogs. And this is what you get. This one was an eight-to-one decision. The one before that was unanimous. And there's no end in sight. And what I'm um, what I'm trying to say here is that, in case you haven't already figured that out, what I'm trying to demonstrate is that something is very, very, very wrong here. And it doesn't mean you or I, you know, any of the other citizens of this country, the citizens be damned. They don't give a fuck about the citizens or the will of the people at all. What's at all? This, again, clearly demonstrates that. I mean... You know, as far as, let me give you an example. If you've got uh, these people that are essentially evil, and, you know, a few years back where they passed, when they passed laws that seem really, um, you know, for gay people or transgendered or whatnot, they pass laws that go along with their desires then they're applauded in the media, and, and it seems, yeah, yeah, Supreme Court's cool with gays. Or trans people or, you know, whatever people that you may have in that subgroup of people. But here's the thing. It's like, it's putting the idea out there that, yes, we care and we're nice, Oh, yes. Oh, we care so much. You're a marginalized group here. Let us help you. And then relentlessly put that in the media. You know, and it looks, again, it looks good. But the thing is that of if you have the whole, you know, gay, trans, I forget the acronym, the LBTRZW, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. I can't keep up with it because it seems to change every week. And I'm old. So I don't give a shit. But you get the point. Um, they, they appear almost, you know, cool, let's say. But what's not taken into account is that these folks, they're like, you know, 3% of the voting population roughly, give or take. That's not a lot. That's not, that really isn't a lot. That is the fact. You know, three, four percentage points. It, that is not a lot. So, they don't give a shit. 
So it's a calculated uh, act that they do this, and maybe they convince people in those communities that, oh, yeah, I know just, you know, 10 or 20 years ago, we were really hard on your ass, but we've we've changed, we've softened, and we've changed our position. So, yeah, you're cool, and, like, the whole rainbow thing's cool, and the rainbow flag's it. Yeah, you're, you're just right on, dude. You're cool. And that's, that's not really the truth at all. They're doing this shit again because in a reverse uh, psychology, it appears as though they're cool, but it's of no consequence. But if it has anything to do with a super-duper heavily influenced moneyed situation... Uh, such as, yes, Roe v. Wade, you just follow the big-time money. And in this case, this represents the moneyed interest. And, yep, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see their asses um, you know, laying down the law for you to follow. Uh, and the law from their from their corporate masters. That is it. Period. That that there is. That's it. That's the whole. That's the whole story. Anything else is just babble. You know, this is. It's like talking. <sighs> philosophically talking about you know the kind of the kind of horse shit you hear on NPR another you know place that capitulated to corporate interest 30 fucking years ago you could have a story as an example they could have you could have a story about foxes breaking into the hen house and the farmers are upset and obviously, the chickens would be upset. But they will go out of their way to skirt that as much as possible. And they want to talk about, well, did anybody consider the, the emotional impact on the foxes? Hmm. And here we have... Mr. Fox, Foxy Fox, who represents the Fox community. And uh, thank you for being on our episode, Mr. Fox. Oh, yes. I am more than happy to, to be here. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes, Mr. Fox, and you, you get all this, this blame and of the chickens being missing, but something that's never addressed, Mr. Fox, is what is you what is the emotional impact of these allegations having on you? Do you feel do you feel that you're being unjustly accused? And does how much how much of this ties in to when you're upbringing as a very young fox and 
did you did you have a a very difficult foxhood as a young fox and 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 how does that how does that tie in to this entire situation i i i would you know me and and the listeners would just uh, love to know could you talk about that a little bit mr fox why yes i had a very traumatic child uh, foxhood and um yes it is true that that kind of shit that's the kind of dribble that i am letting it be known that npr and their affiliates and these people that's the current way of talking about any goddamn story of any controversy whatsoever the idea is to entirely turn deflect go around and as i was pointing out they don't want to talk about guilt they don't want to talk about facts they don't want to they want to talk about their feelings let's talk about your feelings mr fox if it was same i mean if these people were actually alive why don't they just take the time um you know they've died several years ago but i mean take some fucking i don't know mass murderers like from the past um or deranged you know asocial sociopaths people like ted bundy or you know um i don't know interview charles manson let's talk about their feelings the point of it is to go nowhere that is the point and it's just like this situation here when I'm talking, what we're talking about here, what uh, the Supreme Court has clearly demonstrated that not only, it's not only that they not only do not give a shit, but you can pretty much, assuming, you know, you got a few functional synapses going on between your ears, you can pretty much tell where their allegiances are. And that is my opinion, but I think it is also demonstrable um, from their actions. And in addition to all this, here's something else. If I were going to drive yet another nail into this coffin as far as any quote-unquote debate about the integrity of the <laughs> I just wanted to laugh and fall out the fucking chair the integrity of the U.S. Supreme Court here's another part of what is going on that apparently is lost on many people because, you know, sometimes it's not what is said. It's what is not said at all, not even mentioned. And that's why you're here. Because I am going to mention it. Because <laughs> for the, uh, the second time in not even a week, they are attacking 
you know, union, the Teamsters. And we're not talking about people that make millions of dollars. We're just talking about working folks, working schmucks. I mean, come on, driving a cement truck. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not a glamorous job. It's not like your average uh, corporate swindler and the positions that they have. And uh, I think that the position of being a uh, Supreme Court justice is a bit more cushy than that. And that is the irony about this, that bear in mind, you have a court which is attacking folks who are just working folks. Whereas those pricks... They have lifetime positions at your expense, at my expense. And we're talking a really, really cushy job. You know, and of course, there's all the perks. And they have some pretty sweet perks. They don't have to. They're fully covered. They're medical. And their families, again, at taxpayer fucking expense. And uh, if you're, you notice how they, they pushed that the whole thing with Clarence Thomas, you know, his, his rich white buddy who was gallivanting him all over the place and staying on, you know, famous, uh, with famous people. This comes, you know, and he's staying on uh, junkets and planes and yachts because they're friends. <laughs> yeah, right. Because they're they're friends. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty nice friends you got there, Justice Thomas. God Almighty. And um, yeah, so these people. You know, they have it made, I'm talking about the justices, of course, they have it made to such an obscene degree. You know, your life, you've got it made. Think about this, folks. Just, if you think about any part of this, just this one aspect of what I'm saying. They fucking have it made for life. Unless they do something absolutely ridiculously extreme, which they're not, you want to talk about job security? Believe me, their ass has job security. Again, for life. All this at taxpayer expense. And then they are going to have the audacity to fuck with working people like this? Not only should their self-righteous, self-centered, rich and indulgent asses be fired... I'm thinking there should be some other punishments that go along with that. Because bare minimum, these are just real shit human beings. Anybody that's doing that calling and wants to make these draconian fucking laws against just working people and they themselves have it made that well 
anyone who's incapable of seeing the irony of that, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You're, you're either so brainwashed or you're so fucking lost. You're just clueless because I do. And I bet you do too. Take care. All right. So what did you think of that? Did you agree with what I was saying? Did you disagree? Do you think I'm a little bit of a genius? Or frankly, do you think I don't know my ass from a hole in the ground? I and the rest of the world would really like to know. So if you're not already there, please head on over to theearnestmanshow.com. In the header, click on Episodes Home, and that will show all my episodes. You can also quickly go to an individual episode by clicking on the little magnifying glass icon, which is also in the header. Then simply put in the episode number. It will take you right there. The important thing I want you to know as well is that you can say anything you want the way you want. You're not a child, and I'm not going to treat you like one. So until next time, just want you to know that there are no bad words, only bad actions. Take care.